Amazon's turned retail on its head. Big tech cannot be trusted. The trade war could end the economy's decade-long expansion. You've seen the headlines, but do you know the full story? Support for the Pocket Now podcast comes from Business Casual, a new weekly podcast by Morning Brew that will be diving deep into the heaviest hitting stories in business in a not so heavy way. Subscribe to Business Casual wherever you listen to podcasts. I just remembered something. Um, the thing we're going to talk about is in my bag, so give me one sec. Uh, I think I'll just leave this in. <laughs> All right, David. This is the most important question of the day about the OnePlus 7T. Which case did you put on it? Oh, no case? <laughs> this one. <laughs> uh, they didn't send they don't they didn't send a nylon one. And nylon is the best, but they sent a sandstone, a red soft touch, and one other one. Can't remember the other one. But this nylon one, is this for one. Sure. The yeah. red one. Well that's the red one. Yeah, they sent oh, me yeah. the red the red one, the sandstone, and then one other. I can't remember the, the third one. Oh, it was the it was the carbon fiber one, which is like, oh, there we go. Eh. So the, uh, yeah, in full OnePlus fashion, um, this phone, the OnePlus Seven T, which everyone is starting to review now, and I have my thoughts that are going to go up on. Uh, I, my thoughts actually echo a lot of what Jaime said here on Pocket Now. So um, I'm going to be doing a video about like what people don't like about the phone. Like my usual segment on my channel now is called Top Five Complaints. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be doing that video in a bit before I do like a full, full review, but I'm actually still waiting on news about whatever the pro model might be, mm-hmm. um, what, what it might entail. Uh, but in any case, if they, if they do make a pro, like I, it's hard for me to see what they could add to it that would make it that much better than the 70. And that's and, the thing, right? Because the OnePlus yeah. 70s, it, it kind of sits in a really odd spot. And actually, before, just to make sure that I finished the point I was making earlier, in true OnePlus fashion, this phone came in like some crazy box with so many accessories, all the cases that were that are made for this, and like a book entailing the design uh, philosophy yeah, behind the, the phone. Design book. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. I mean, there were a few unboxings that showed it off, but it was one thing that all those videos had to make clear was this is not retail packaging. You're not going to get this yeah. whole like package. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, let me actually take the phone out of the. I think we all got this like blue here. Yeah. For some um, reason, Verge got the silver, but. Um, oh, okay. Seems like literally everybody else got blue. So. Okay. Um, I personally like the look uh, of this phone. I actually kind of like mm-hmm. it. I know that circular. Um, camera humps are starting to become a thing now but um, I guess the next one I was going to make and I wanted your thoughts on this by the way uh, David's review is out on Android Authority so make sure you guys all check that out as well it's it's the T model and it's supposed to be the one that brings a few enhancements a few new features perhaps maybe just some uh, updated specs and it does do that in a couple of key ways but is it enough to justify a T variant especially when the price of this phone is like right down the middle it's like it's low but it's also right down the middle when you compare it to other oneplus devices mm. so where, where did you land on all that i actually think that it's too good um okay. <laughs> which is like yeah which is like a weird weird thing to say but like yeah usually oneplus makes a t variant so that people that are interested in oneplus phones if they're buying them in the second half of the year don't have to buy old hardware right like Mm. they get the opportunity to buy whatever the newest hardware stuff is yeah um and the fact that they made a pro in the first place uh kind of screwed up the entire 
like cycle for them because mm-hmm. normally they would make like one plus x and then one plus x t and it was very easy to know like okay well this the t is better whatever but now that they made the pro for the 7 pro it's like they need to make the the t version of the pro not as good as the pro because they still want to sell pros because it's still more expensive <laughs> but but it's like they brought it the reason i say i think it's too good is because like, i think that they brought most of the things that make the pro worth buying to this phone like the 90 hertz display. Um, they brought the the triple camera system, which, albeit it's 2x instead of 3x, and no OIS on the telephoto, but it's still three cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like, I don't know, mostly the 90 hertz display. I also the display is technically better too. Like they they reduced the blue light coming out of this display by um, by like 42 percent, and you can actually tell like it looks clearer. Uh, it it does, but it's also like the moment you go to certain angles, it does end up looking like a very warm display. People like, have said that, but I don't see any shift on mine at all. Really? I kind of see maybe, it right now. Like I'm going. Maybe it's my wallpaper. I don't know. I don't know if it shows up on. Camera, I, it does but... not. It doesn't show up on the video. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> but, so yeah, it, it felt it felt like they they made this phone too good because like all the things that made they brought like the 90 hertz display and the triple camera, and then they also improved on things. By improving the quality of the screen, they improved on things by um, adding that macro mode that, like, there's a, a physical motor in the camera that shifts the lens so that it's got a closer focusing distance. Like, that's not in the Pro. Um, and so, it, yeah, it's also, like, the first one to ship with Android 10. I don't, I don't know. And then uh, also the OnePlus, the Warp Charge 30T, um, that is actually part of the battery. That's a misconception. I only figured out yeah i only figured this out recently so the charger says warp charge 30t on it but it's actually just a warp charge 30 charger and the thing that makes it t is in the oneplus 7t the battery is actually just better at taking in energy without having power loss yeah interesting so yeah so so that's a better thing too it actually charges faster than the oneplus 7 pro um i think the battery life is about the same uh, oh, the other thing, uh, Snapdragon eight fifty five plus. Like, yeah, I was about to say, like you're you're going through all these spec- <laughs> <laughs> you're going through all these specifications that are technically better for the OnePlus plus seven T, but it's really odd. Like I find it really mm-hmm. odd that a T variant is getting better than the Pro variant. That's and what's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. That's why and my video is, is literally titled "Is the OnePlus plus seven T too good?" <laughs> <laughs> now I've yeah. heard a lot of really mixed opinions about the general design, mainly because you know. Uh, I guess a pro feature is something like a full screen, a full screen display, a really good screen to body ratio, which is why the pop up camera is a thing. Um, you also have like, yes, it's a 90 hertz display, and I think that's great, which will lead me to a different point a little bit later. Uh, but you get this notch here; it's a very, it's a very small notch. I know they most made it people smaller too since the seven. It's like thirty two point six percent smaller or something. Yeah, it's a small notch. It really doesn't cut too much at all it's it's not that much of an eyesore but still some people out there will just straight up go it's a notch though why would i get something like that when a pro like that's a pro that's not a pro feature is to have a cut in display that is also only 1080p it's not the pro phone so i don't know (laughs) i it it looks i think it looks better than the uh galaxy s10 plus display and we did a bunch of uh objective testing with like our testing hardware stuff and it actually beat the S, the Note 10 Plus in every category except for 
like resolution density, which is like because it's 1080 versus 1440. Yeah. But everything else, like the gamma, um, the brightness, it's all better than the than the Note 10 Plus. So. Mm. Now, uh, before I forget, a lot of our listeners probably know this already, but, you know, this is a $599 phone. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a fantastic price right now. Fantastic price. And the thing that I've kind of started to think of when when using this phone, um, this is actually the best mobile gamers phone right now. Because for that price, 855 plus, 90 hertz display, um, you also get um, fanatic mode like the gaming yeah. mode. And if you're a big mobile gamer and mobile games are starting to get great, I mean, Mario Kart just came out. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's a lot to like in the mobile space right now. And this might be like the easiest way of getting like your best PUBG mobile experience. And it, it's, it's really weird that, I find it weird that OnePlus didn't push that more. So, yeah, I think the high-end manufacturers and like, I guess OnePlus is now grouped into this. Uh, yeah. I, I was I was planning on making a video and post called like "Why do gaming phones still exist?" Um, but this was right before the ROG Phone Two came out, uh, and I was going to kind of group that phone into it. And my my thesis was basically like OnePlus Seven Pro is, has a gaming mode. It's basically like a gaming phone, but in a really nice body. And in my opinion, like the way to sell phones is to make mass market appeal but under the hood also have the gaming features that gamers might want because like Mm -hmm. who really wants to walk around with a phone that screams like i'm a gamer right yeah um and i i want to when you said that uh this is the best gaming phone right now i agree with you you will get a lot of flack from the indian audience because the rg phone 2 is the same price as the oh, OnePlus 7t in india which oh, in is india. weird it's really weird because the rg phone 2 i would say is better um it's not as bright the qual the display quality is not quite as good but it's 120 hertz uh it has a headphone jack it has like three USB-C ports it has all the accessories it has uh asus's new ui which is really simplistic it's very um, stockish it's very stockish it doesn't have the third camera but i feel like the telephoto camera in the oneplus 70 is pretty bad anyway but uh it's the same price which is which is weird and so anyway like every comment on my review is just like but Asus ROG Phone 2 in India is the same price. So, like, yeah, I don't know. In, in, in India, the base model is the same price, and they have basically the same specs, but the ROG does edge it out with just, uh, 120 hertz. Uh, 120 hertz, yeah. like a massive battery in that a thing? 6,000 mi- Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think some unsung part of the ROG Phone, and I don't know. I don't, it's like we're changing topics. No, but it's okay. I feel we're like talking about gaming uns- right now, so. Yeah, I feel like an unsung part of the ROG Phone 2 is the fact that it's actually a power bank because it can charge phones at <laughs> it can charge phones at ten watts. Oh wow, that's pretty yeah. Funny. <laughs> like if you if you plug if you plug another phone into it, USB C to USB C, it literally charges it at ten watts, which is like pretty fast. Like for for standard charging, that's like really good. Yeah. Um, if one of your friends is really in a pinch, like that, that could help. That's way better than the freaking um, the reverse wireless charging that everyone tries oh, to yeah. use. That, okay, so <laughs> so I actually need to test this more, but the um, Galaxy S10 Plus, the wireless, mm-hmm. the reverse wireless charging on that is like apparently only two point five amps, uh, and that's why it's extremely or two point five watts, and that's why it's extremely slow. Apparently, the Note 10s is a lot faster. Mm. Uh, and I haven't really gotten to try it, but yeah, it's 
I would definitely prefer to plug my ROG f- a phone into my ROG phone than um than doing the reverse wireless charging. Yeah, because you also can't use the the other phone while you're doing it, and it's that's really true. Annoying. Yeah, and also anyway. like it's not going to work out if you have a reverse wireless charging and the phone just keeps sliding off of the other one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, it has to be in a very specific spot too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, the cables. Yeah. But like going back to our gaming point, the um, mm-hmm. what's what's funny is that okay, I, I totally agree with you. Like the ROG phone, phones like the Black Shark Two Pro and all those. Like these are phones that are specifically geared towards gamers, and you have the right point in that. You know, does a gaming phone need to scream gamer? It's like the difference between yeah. using like uh, uh, an Alienware. And something like I don't know, um, Huawei MateBook X Pro, like yeah, you know, or like a yeah, or like a Dell XPS. XPS, thank you. Fifteen that, that also that's has a better a, example. Like similar specs, right? It mm-hmm. can also have like a ten seven, a twenty seventy, or something yeah. in it. But it looks even like Razer's doing laptop. a better job these days of yeah. like not screaming gamer. Yeah, I should have said they, that more. Razer does make one. Uh, they make a version of their laptop that doesn't have a light up logo and it's silver, so it's like more. I don't know business yeah <laughs> it still has the razor logo so like you can't really get away from the gaming you're right logo. um but yeah, yeah the gaming phones themselves actually have those other like just those sort of two percent features i would call where you yeah. have like a, a coolant or a cooler right. a cooling system coolant a cooling I mean, one, system one plus one plus makes a big deal about the fact that they use uh they use like better cooling plates too. Like they use that and they also, yeah, use, I haven't had any um, problems with it. You know? cooling. Well, so there's another benefit to the OnePlus seven pro and seven T is that those chargers actually do the, the power management and the transforming yeah. in the brick. So the brick gets hot, but your phone doesn't really get hot. Yes. That's kind of a gaming feature too. Cause then your hands don't get warm. Right. Like mm-hmm. I really wanted to write this article. Um, and there's, I interviewed this, uh, this guy is he's a professional PUBG mobile player. Oh, nice. Um, his name's Powerbang Gaming, and he's like he kind of like leads. He's like the most popular streamer for PUBG Mobile, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's now sponsored by OnePlus. Uh, oh, he was wow. not sponsored by him like right before I interviewed him because <laughs> uh, my questions for him were like, like, what phone do you use, and like, is it a gaming phone? And he was basically like, no, like gaming phones are kind of useless and all the features that they add i don't really need so i don't know i asked his opinion on the rg2 and he was like yeah i he, he told me that his favorite feature about the rg2 is that it has the USB C ports on the side so mm. that the cable doesn't interfere with his fingers when he's playing like this which i yeah. totally agree i think that's an awesome feature which so. is absolutely true because one thing that I've learned recently, um, we, we've gone on a few different gaming tangents, but I just want to put this out there. Since mm-hmm. I became kind of it, like a little too into PUBG Mobile Deathmatch, <laughs> uh, like there's actually certain grips that mm-hmm. are, are good for it. So, for there's example, there's a thing called claw grip that that's, apparently is, I've, is. I've started to try it. Like He, it's, he I, tried <laughs> to tell me about it, but I didn't really <laughs> understand what he was talking about. So. Okay, so here, 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 here's what it is. And here, maybe I'll redeem myself with some of the uh, Indian viewers. <laughs> um, so basically, claw grip is if you have your movement here, you have your aiming here, but you have your fire buttons in the corners, you're actually using your index fingers to push down like this to fire. That's that very way, weird. Right. That, that looks way really you can. Uncomfortable. <laughs> it, it kind of is. I'm not going to lie. Um, that way you can move and strafe and you can aim while still shooting. And it's it's more efficient. But yes, like I, I imagine like claw grip is going to cause carpal tunnel at some point. Do you, do you have the RG phone too? Uh, no, I don't. That's why okay. I know. I know very little about it. I'm actually working on getting um, Asus to send that 
at some mm. point. Um, but it's one of those things where, you know, we have to establish that relationship and then it comes after the fact. Um, mm. I do, I do, I did use the original ROG phone. That was like one of the first videos on my channel. Yeah. Uh, back when I went solo. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I remember thinking like gaming phones are going to become a huge thing, but then the lines keep getting blurred with phones like the OnePlus 7T where yeah. you still get those features. It may not, uh, you may yeah. not be able to go into PUBG mobile and hit super HDR or whatever those features are, mm. but does that matter at the end of it, the day? So actually OnePlus with the 7T launch is partnering with PUBG mobile to. I, yes, it. I did see that. So that's another thing. It's like, yeah, I, I and even even Samsung has gaming modes that they don't really advertise but are there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like it's a lot better option for most people to get just a stylish phone that like works like a regular phone really well, and then it also like an under the hood gaming behemoth or whatever because like at the end of the day, most of the specs are the same, right? The ROG Phone Two has crazy specs only because it has the UFS three storage and the 855 plus. And it was the first phone to have the 855 plus. And if I remember correctly, this phone is like the second or third, the Vivo next three, five G has it as well. But, yep, and that, that I do tech, have, and I would actually say like three days yeah. before this. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. It did. It did technically launch. And then of course, you know, people were saying like, Oh, the same circle camera bump, but the, um, it's not the same, by the way. But <laughs> the um, that phone, I've also played a lot of PUBG Mobile on. Um, it is now the go-to game when it comes to talking about gaming on a phone. But um, yeah, that screen, the waterfall display, mm. I, I, I won't venture to say that that kind of screen is truly a pro feature. But I have to admit, it's kind of nice. Like I have to say, so maybe if that's something that I the one thing that's the one thing that's missing on it is like a high refresh rate. Um, so yeah. I, w- it is kind of the trade off there, but there's so much to look at and it is an immersive experience. You're literally holding an entire, yeah. like think of the switch, uh, the original switch screen. That's all you're holding, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. cut the screen out. That's all you're right. holding. It's great. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually yeah. bigger. I think than the, it's a little bit bigger the than the switch. Yeah. But th- yeah, that's the, funny. that's the feeling I had. And I like it a lot because you have a lot of, especially if you're doing claw grip, it actually helps a lot because you have all that screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I asked if you had an ROG phone is because I wanted to see if you had tried the new, uh, the new controllers. No, I, 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 I tried them at the event and they felt cheap, but they just felt like a Nintendo switch, which is mm. like, like, I guess is useful if you're playing PUBG. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. okay. We had a lot of gaming talk. I do want to get into the next portion before we, uh, before I put out the question of the episode for all of our audience members. Um, now the cameras. I started. Mm-hmm. I start. I haven't used the cameras enough on the OnePlus Seven T because I'm trying to get through my XS. Uh, XS. Uh, what am I talking about? My iPhone Eleven Pro uh, oh. review. Um, so from what I from what I gather, there are a couple of key enhancements with the camera that are really nice. Like the first thing that I noticed is that you can finally record video with the wide angle. Thank God. Um, yeah. But that was something and that they're, I learned. They're adding 4K 30 with the wide angle in a software update closer to launch as well. Yes, which I think yeah. it might it might have come in already. I got a, I got an update. Um, oh, did you? I got a day zero update, but I, I don't know if it had that or oh, not. I need to connect this to Wi-Fi in my office because this is the first time it's actually arrived in my office. Oh. <laughs> I've been using at home, home. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. um, but I, I love that. That's great. Like the, the mm. that's one of the major gripes I had with the OnePlus Seven Pro. Again, something called yeah. a Pro variant. You couldn't use the other lenses for video. What the heck is that? Um, so that was one big problem with it. I started I started shooting with the different cameras and whatnot. Nightscape does help uh, a little bit. It's not it's not fantastic. 
Um, Nightscape is weird as as heck, dude. Like, <laughs> I used it a couple times at night, and it is just like this really crappy super HDR mode. And I, I that's, honestly that's think the default way of of tackling dark situations, right? It's just I, like bump I up think... the shadows like crazy. Well, I think that OnePlus like mistitles their Nightscape because their night mode is more like preserve the highlights mode. It's it doesn't really do that much to the shadows. But then again, like there's been this whole conversation going on on Twitter recently about like the fact that all night modes are just trying to make night look like day instead of actually like making it just cleaner at night, you know? (laughs) So like, it's like the Huawei, the Huawei Mate 30 Pro, like Ennabong posted a photo of the Brooklyn bridge at night with that phone. And it literally just looks like a weirdly lit day. (laughs) Um, And it's, yeah, I feel like they they need to they need to tweak it. For for the cameras for the 7T though, um the 7 Pro launched with pretty decent cameras, but it wasn't the best and then yeah. over the over the few months after they launched it, it got way better. Like they just pushed tons of updates. They pushed like they pushed like camera update after camera update for that for the 7 Pro, and I think that they like really learned from that and ported a lot of those updates to the 7T. Yeah. Um which is, which they, is honestly like just to put this out there i because so many phones kind of come in and we're we're always like the the, the turnaround is always so fast with our industry um, yeah. i actually didn't spend a whole lot of time with this with the oneplus 7 pro after i used it in japan mm. a couple months yeah. ago um yeah to uh, when that almond color came out and i didn't really oh, get to yeah. i didn't really almond get to awesome. uh um to experience those updates and those enhancements i They're wanted way to better use, for sure yeah, I, that's why I keep hearing. And uh, when when the OnePlus Seven T became sort of a thing, when when rumors were starting to come out, I was like, okay, that's where I'm going to feel those improvements. Yeah. So my my plan is to actually get this thing and like do like a vlogging with the smartphone thing to actually see yeah. those enhancements in real time. Um, but yeah, uh, so far I'm pretty happy with it. Um, yeah, so yeah. Far, the cameras the cameras are super. The main camera is really good. Yeah. Um, like that's probably the best of the bunch, and it has OIS, which is nice. The wide camera is like pretty good, but then the telephoto camera needs work. <laughs> it's uh my shots with it when I whenever I'm doing like wide, standard, and telly, like the white balance of the telly is like really, really um It's off. Yeah. Yeah, it, it shifts to magenta for some reason. So I don't know. I feel like they're gonna release a couple of software they're really good about camera software updates. So I'm yeah. sure it'll get better. Well, that's the thing, right? Um, it's becoming more and more. People are becoming more and more aware of if you have multiple lenses, it would be nice if the color science is 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 well, and so accurate between all three. I of wanted them. to say this in my review, but I knew that every time I talk about Apple at all, I just get destroyed. Oh. Um, but Apple made it a point that they tune all three lenses in the factory yes. to be the exact same color, and it's like it shows like yeah. it really does show and that's pretty important it's very obvious that oneplus did not do that on this phone so to- i i feel like it's a very tough like two percent thing to do you know what i mean like i'm looking at this photo right here and like here's the wide and then here's a much brighter main sensor and then here's a much darker mm-hmm. telephoto mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like the the main sensor is obviously doing the best job mm-hmm. at exposing uh, but it, it can't do that across all three. Yeah. Like also, to be fair, the lighting situation here was a little bit mixed, so I'm not going to blame it too well, much for that. But at the same one time, one thing that I think like, helps more than you would think is the optical image stabilization. Because if it has OIS, then it allows the shutter to stay open longer, which gives mm. you more light. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, 
I think across the board, we're pretty happy with the OnePlus 7T so far. But I think the main reason why we are happy about it is because that price mm-hmm. is low. So here's here's a question that I want to post to all of the listeners and all of the viewers on the YouTube side. Um, is OnePlus back to that premium affordable segment with the OnePlus 7T? Is this $599 price point actually sort of like a throwback to what OnePlus used to do with their phones? Because remember when the OnePlus 7 Pro came out, we were we all scoffed at that price because we are like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've hit a whole new world with OnePlus and I don't know how to feel about it. Now the OnePlus 7T comes out and it's almost them saying like, hey, we still got it you. It was weird because like the 7 Pro... Um, it was this weird thing. I don't know. They've done this forever, right? Where like every single time they release a phone, it's twenty to thirty dollars more than the last one. Um, the six T mm-hmm. ended up being the exact same price as the six, which made me happy. Um, but I mean, there's inflation and stuff, so you have to count that into it too. But and, of course, we're not. We're never going to get a two hundred ninety nine dollar. Yeah, we're not like, going to get another. We're not going to get another one plus X, right? Or like one plus one. Um, yeah, but. Like yeah, it it is it is awkward honestly because I think that the six the seven launched at four ninety or five forty nine I think I think it is like fifty dollars more than the seven I need to look that up maybe five seventy nine maybe twenty dollars more but mm. yeah it's it's kind of obvious that it has been their play for since the beginning uh, and it's very smart to like release a phone crazy spec super cheap and take a loss on it and keep taking a loss but slowly like you gain that follower based because it's very very community driven and then over time you slowly bump the price up more and more but because the experience is better because you're listening to the community because you have those like diehard fans people care less and they're still willing to buy your phones over say like a samsung phone right um but one thing to note, right, is that the the Note 10 Plus is eleven hundred dollars, which is literally almost twice the price of this phone. So, yeah, yeah, you could uh, you could get one of these, a nice case, some super expensive Sony headphones, a nice gaming mouse or monitor. Yeah, it's like, and I I honestly think that this phone is better than the Note 10 Plus. Like, unless you're an, a digital artist or really need the S Pen, um. The design is not quite as premium, but like you still you have a 90 hertz display, faster processor about this. I get about the same battery life, um, which is like so so. But, you know, yeah. whatever. it's it's literally like one plus finally came back to the bang for buck. Yeah, I feel like they did. Segment. It's just weird to say that because this is still the most expensive one plus um, non pro phone they've released. Right. Yeah, like that's it's true. it's seventy dollars um, it, cheaper it's, uh, than, the, than the seven pro. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It's it's a law of comparison, mm-hmm. right? Because like you said, it's a Note 10 Plus or the Note 10. Even the regular Note 10 is still nine ninety nine. Um, so you still have all of these other phones that have similar capabilities and specs and fast charging and you know good processors. And then all of a sudden you have like, oh, you can save a few hundred dollars with it. I'm like more willing to, Um, like the the battery life in this is not great. I have like five and a half hours of screen on time, which is like not, everyone has different screen on time, but uh, like my average phone will get like six and a half about. So this is like, mm -hmm. eh. But the fact that it charges so freaking fast, like, Literally in my testing, I got in half an hour. I was at zero from zero to seventy five percent. That's that's really ah, good. Gotcha. So 
Yeah, that, that's the trade-off, right? Like either you have all, you, either you have two-day battery life, or you can get it topped right. up. Right, and minutes, I feel like that's you know, and that, that's, that's why they released the car charger that is a thirty-watt charger as well. And I think mm-hmm. I think yeah. that the reason they have not put wireless charging in these phones is that they kind of want to be like Apple in the way that they're going to wait to do things, but when they do it, they're going to do it really well. So I think in the OnePlus Eight they're going to introduce wireless charging, but it's going to be like 20 to 25 watt wireless charging. It's going to be like really good wireless mm. charging. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that, that pretty much covers it for all of the one plus seven T stuff. Mm-hmm. Today's show is sponsored by Caseta Smart Lighting Control from Lutron, pioneers in smart home technology. A lot of people think you need smart bulbs to get smart lighting, but there is a smarter way. Caseta Smart Dimmers and Switches replace the switch in your wall so that all of the lights controlled by that switch will act smart. There are all these places in your home where one switch controls multiple bulbs, ceiling lights, chandeliers, bathrooms, and more. But with Caseta, you'll save money by replacing the switches instead of replacing all of the bulbs. Smart bulbs are only smart when the switch is on. If someone flips it off, you can say goodbye to smart control and connectivity. But Caseta switches are always smart, even when the switch is off. I have a smart switch installed in my family home for our middle chandelier in the house. Uh, That way it turns on in the evening so it looks like we're all home and then turns off during the day when we don't need it at all. It's great to be able to have the app in order to change up those times really easily and then you just set it and forget it. So you can get smart lighting the smart way with Caseta by Lutron Smart Switches. Learn more about Caseta at lutron.com slash weekly. That's lutron.com slash weekly. All right, I have no idea what happened with the last 10 minutes of this uh, recording, of the video side, at least. The audio is perfectly fine, but um, all right. Bonus segment for everybody uh, after just listening to the last 10 minutes of our OnePlus 7T <laughs> talk. Um, okay, we had a phone come out of China. Uh, oh, oh, this is something that we've seen in teases uh, a little bit. I'm, I'm probably going to put up that Xiaomi tease where they had the phone that would fold on both sides into... A, uh, a, a like a like a candy bar format. Mm-hmm. Um, now they've kind they've not really done that. Like it's not something that can fold out. It's not something that even folds. This is just a wraparound screen to the greatest extent of all time. We're talking about the yeah. Mi Mix Alpha. Now mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into too much about this, um, but I I do feel like we're hitting critical mass as far as these phones are concerned. OnePlus 7T coming in with great specifications at a really affordable price, and then if you want to spend at least two three times more than that, you can get something that is as futuristic as can possibly be. A phone that is <laughs> almost literally all screen my god <laughs> yep I so i want like, to do some quick reactions on this yeah i feel like this phone looks like a huawei mate x that doesn't unfold yeah it does seem like that right and there's no front-facing camera no notch no nothing uh because you can use those main cameras to, by turning the phone around you can do your selfies that way because there's a screen on the back yep well <laughs> this, is so, this is such a I, crazy concept you know, okay you know what's hilarious is like the idea of waterfall screen came first when everyone started posting rumors about the vivo next 3 5g mm-hmm. and then suddenly huawei released the mate x which had a deeper waterfall screen and everyone started making like memes uh like i think uh martin from tech altar made this meme about how like you know 
this year it's going to be like this. This year it's going to be deeper. And then the next year it's just going to be one solid wraparound. And he was like, haha, this is, it's going to be like this by 2021 and it's pointless <laughs> and haha. And it's like within a week. <laughs> within a week. Called so it. We, we got the Huawei Mate X, uh, or Huawei Mate 30 Pro. And then we also have this, which is like, oh, okay. <laughs> You know what though? If the if any company could pull it off in such a way that like makes us all raise our eyebrows and actually kind of want to try it out, it's Xiaomi. You know, like like yeah. Xiaomi always does these crazy things. Like they're they're still my favorite manufacturer in the sense that they they bring back trends or they start trends that are yeah. fun. Like they're fun. Are, is this something that I would buy and use every day? Probably not. Like yeah. I I would not. I, my favorite thing is still the Mi Mix Three with the uh, the slider phone concept. I still love that. I'm still yeah, glad too. that they brought that back. Um, yeah. But in this case, it's like, the, I remember the one spec that was really making everyone laugh was that it was an over 100% screen to body ratio. Yeah, it's, yeah, it said like 180%. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> because you only think of the front when yeah. you do screen to body. And now it's like, well, what are you going to look, what are you going to watch on the side? Like on the, on, on the yeah. actual side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And I, I, the th- this is the thing, like, like tech, uh, Martin actually just made a video called like waterfall screens need to stop. And he put like, welcome to 2014. And like, this is true because when Samsung made the note edge, they went mm-hmm. over the top. They like went too, too much. Right. And then they scaled it back slowly over time with the, with all their regular phones that they don't call edge anymore because all their phones are edge phones. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, a minor curve to make it more aesthetic and make it fit better in your hand. But it's like suddenly now everybody's just deciding that this is the trend again. And it's weird. Like, is this nobody is, really asked for this? <laughs> like, so like a know? wraparound screen. I mean, this is one of the only thoughts that came to mind with this was, is it actually cheaper to have a wraparound screen than two screens? Because wasn't there that one phone that had a screen yeah, on the, the back for selfies? Vivo uh, dual display edition. The, the yeah, dual display. Next dual display edition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I yeah doubt I doubt it's cheaper. I doubt really? it's cheaper. Yeah, okay. it's probably not cheaper. Definitely not cheaper. You don't think so? Because I wonder no, if it's, like it's I wonder if recreate wrap glass. I guess, but like if you can if you can take one panel and then actually like wrap it around something because now we have like plastic panels, right? So you can actually do that. So as long as you have the long enough panel to well, be able to wrap it around, here's uh, the rather thing, than though, having components that have to power two separate screens, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I know oh, it's a hard the, question the to thing, answer. We need to ask someone like, in the industry. <laughs> the OLED, the plastic OLED is what wraps around, but they still have to make the glass. And the glass is glass on yeah. the the Mi Mix Alpha. The like, the thing about like foldable phones is that it's a plastic OLED, and then there's just a screen protector on top, so you don't hurt the OLED. Mm-hmm. On these phones that have the waterfall displays and stuff, there's a plastic OLED, but there's a layer of glass on top to make it still feel like a regular phone that's like hardened and whatever. And that's why they even on the Galaxy Fold they say like don't press too hard because you're gonna break it, right? You're gonna break. Oh, that's um, true. Because it's a plastic OLED. So, like, but if you have glass, like, Apple literally had force touch, right? It's mm-hmm. okay to so press hard. You can hard. really press hard, yeah. For, so that's true. Yeah. So, okay. like, on the, Mi, on the Mi Mix Alpha, it's still glass. I feel like the glass component that they put over the PLED 
was probably really expensive and really hard to make. Because there's probably. a reason why camera lenses cost so much, just because glass is very expensive and hard to form. Yeah, especially especially so. to tune it to what you need it yeah. to be for that specific purpose. Um, right. Okay, so <laughs> I guess the final question, I, 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 this is a bonus like uh, question of the episode for everybody. Would you pay that much for a phone like this? No. <laughs> It's weird. I don't. I don't know. I. I think it's cool. Like I. Okay. Would I pay for it to use it as a daily phone? No. Not like not whatsoever. I mean, it's so much money. I'd rather buy a laptop because that's what I need right now. This is not a that, need. This is a want. <laughs> that that being said, I uh, I have heard of a lot of people buying Galaxy Folds in the last few days. Yes, that's true. Surprisingly, a lot of people are buying them. Yeah. So, um, still on the fence cool. about that. Also, I like them. I'm getting one to review in like a week, so I've been I don't wanting know to use it as a daily in. driver for a long time, and I'm happy that I'll be able to try it. Yeah, I mean, I saw a few people with it, and yeah, you're right. Like, you were talking about the whole, um, you know, don't press too hard and whatnot. Um, everyone is like, everyone's being quite dainty with these phones. Let me just say that much. <laughs> one person broke theirs, and like after a day, and then of course the news cycle is spinning out of control again about it, so... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. All right. Yeah. Well, David, thank you so much for being on once again. Uh, this episode talked about uh, the OnePlus 7T, of which you can look forward to more content on here on Pocket Now. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, don't forget to watch David's review over at Android Authority, of course. And David, always a great time to have you on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much once again. Go ahead and let everybody thank know you. where to find you before we sign off. Sure. Follow me on Twitter at DurvidML, D-U-R-V-I-D-I-M-E-L. Instagram at DavidML. That's my name. And you can read my content at AndroidAuthority.com or you can watch it on the Android Authority YouTube channel. All right. Awesome. Uh, For the rest of the links, you can go into the show description notes, whatever the case may be. But follow at Pocket Now on all of the social media. Subscribe to this channel. And then if you're looking for me, I am JV at JV Tech Tea because you know me. I'm JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening or watching this episode and we will see you in our next one.